Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Time now for the DenverSports.com front page. Stop what you're doing and listen. Taking a look at the top stories in Denver sports taken from your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. What in the name of Dan Issel? With today's DenverSports.com front page, here's Schlereth and Evans. Move team! We start with this is this was awesome. This is this is my coach. This I is why know. I love this, this is why I really, really there's a lot of reasons to root for the Nuggets to get at least to the Western Conference Finals, but among the top reasons is I don't want to see Michael Malone get fired because he had the perfect response when he was asked about the uh, Kendrick Perkins critique of Nikola Jokic saying that all he does is pad his stats. So maybe like they're just tired of this player non-athletic player from somewhere Serbia continue to kick everybody's ass. Maybe people have a hard time with that. I don't know. But for him to say that, hey, you know what? I'm padding my stats. Yeah, it probably signals that maybe something touched a nerve. Because he knows that he's a basketball purist. He's not doing anything to pump his own numbers up. It's just not in his nature. And um, it's silly to think otherwise. Here's the thing. We know it's stupid. We know that Perkins looks silly. We know that when J.J. Redick fired back at him with actual reasoning and facts, made Perkins look even more foolish. Did you see, by the way, their, their exchange? Oh, yeah. So then, then, but on on social media, Perkins made a video for J.J. Redick and posted it on social media. And J.J. just responded, dude, I don't have time to watch this garbage. I go, you got my number? Text me. You got an issue. Like, I love J.J. Redick has got a certain snark about him that I really enjoy. Here's the only thing I care about. We we know that it's ridiculous, but did Kendrick Perkins do any damage to Nikola Jokic's bid to win three straight MVPs? Or did he do any damage to, his, to Nikola Jokic's legacy? Was any damage done by Kendrick Perkins? Or is it simply, Perkins, you look like a boob? Yeah, I actually think he did more to bolster the Joker's bid for three straight MVPs because it's so ludicrously stupid. What he said was so off base, was so dumb. He's not a top 10 scorer. Are we we looking for a scoring championship or are we talking about MVPs? It's so, it's insanely dumb. And so I think it just I think it just put more attention on how unbelievable what the Joker is doing right now, how unbelievable it is. Next at denversports.com, the front page, we have uh, encouraging signs regarding Gabe Landeskog as written by Jake Shapiro. Landy took to the ice again yesterday and by all accounts looked much better, much more fluid than he did the other day when he skated for the first time, as you would expect. 
he has not played a regular season game since last March. It's been a, ca- a calendar year since he will have played a regular season game. But we all know that he was good to go for the playoffs and was amazing. But having, but he had played a good chunk of the regular season last year before he shut it down to get ready for the playoffs. He hasn't played it all this year. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped that he's back skating. But you tell me, as somebody who is a veteran of coming back from injuries, when you haven't played since last June, mm, yeah, how realistically, how long does it take to get back to your form? Especially when you're talking about jumping right into the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, this is this is like having not driven a car for months, and all of a sudden you're looking to merge onto the autobahn or something. Yeah, it is. Um it's in, like you have to start when you first start and it takes a while you think about it you know like driving a car here in America Mike you jump in your car you back out of the parking lot you roll home you get home you don't it's inconsequential you don't even remember the turns you made or the times you shifted lanes or anything. you don't even think about it right it becomes one of those things you just do it's it's response. It is just ingrained. You don't even have to think. Like, I can remember driving here at times and thinking back to my drive in the morning going, I don't even remember getting on I drive, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Now think about going to Europe and driving. You, I mean, the, the, oh, I'm on the opposite side of the road. You got to think about every single little move you make, right? You're, I mean, hands at 10 and 2. When you come back from an injury and you haven't played in a long time, it's like driving in Europe. You got to think about everything. Nothing is natural. You don't have to. I mean, it takes time before you get into that groove and before it becomes just a response once again. And th- and that's how I would, you know, that's how I would look at Landy as he's trying to make this comeback. Does that make sense? It does. Would you? Well, you wouldn't. So I guess I, I I guess I know the answer, but could could you understand if there's a part of Landeskog that's like, hey, I still have a long career left ahead of me. I haven't played an entire year. There's there's enough going on with that knee that this is not a this has not been a seamless rehab, and the ramping up to get ready to play has it, it yeah. doesn't figure to be seamless. I'm looking to jump right in. And play at an incredibly high level, with the intensity just going, you know, a million miles around me. Is there a part of him that you think maybe there are people close to him saying, "Hey, it's not worth it. You still got too long of a career left." Does he play in the NBA or the NHL? <laughs> well, he played in the NBA a hundred percent. He shut it down. He's a hockey player, man. There's a pride that comes with playing hurt and, and doing those things. Like that, my advice to him would be, "Hey, man, if you think it's going to further, you know, if it's going to diminish your ability." And uh, my advice would always, I tell people this all the time: guys that I consult with, or, or guys that reach out to me about injuries and overcoming injuries and playing back, and that happens more often than you would even realize. How many different guys I have kind of counseled in that. And I always say, understand what I'm going to tell you right now is a completely hypocritical statement because I would never do it. I'm going to play. That's who I am. 
Uh, it's ingrained in me. It's just the way I'm op- operating. But let me just tell you the cost. I cost myself millions of dollars. I cost myself a lot of opportunity. I cost myself all these things over the course of my career. Um, so my suggestion to you would be to shut it down. I would play. I'm just letting you know where I stand. All right. Let me go at it a different way. Okay. Should the team protect Gabe from himself and should the team protect their investment? Mm. Gabe Landeskog, after this season, is still signed for another six years. Yeah. Now, see, that's that, a different, another that's six a different years. story. That and is at big money, nine million, nine million, seven and a half million, and that's six fully million guaranteed. And that's guaranteed. Yeah. Now that's a different story. That 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 may be why it's taken this long to this point. Um, that's a whole. That's actually a really good point, Mike. If I'm the Avalanche and I've got that money invested, now I would imagine that when you have a contract like that, most people don't know this probably, but your team takes a Lloyd's of London policy out on you. Did you know that? Yes. So the, the big-time players who have big-time, fully guaranteed deals like that, they have a Lloyds of London policy. So if he does get to the point where he can no longer play because that knee is that bad, they'll collect on the insurance policy. They'll pay him out and collect on the insurance policy and make it a career-ender. So they have, I, I guarantee they protect themselves. But I think that's a really good question. I think that's a legit question based upon where the Avalanche sit and their commitment and the money they have invested in Gabe Landeskog. Well, Andrew Mason taking time while he's at the Combine to write about the Rockies at denversports.com and the disappointing injury to uh, Brandon Rogers, who... No matter how many jokes or how pessimistic you want to be about the Rockies this season, it's all fair. But this year is going to be somewhat interesting, at least at the beginning, because there are going to be a lot of young players being introduced to Rockies fans. And you're going to get a chance to see a lot of the prospects. And the hope is that some of these guys really flourish to the point that, okay, maybe moving forward, there's a nice little young nucleus that's being built here. That's at least a hope. Mm -hmm. And one of those guys would be definitely Brendan Rodgers, who after a horrific start, starting the season four for 51 last year, really battled his way back and was a terrific player. Ended up hitting 266, which considering the start he had is like being a 300 hitter for the bulk of the season, except for one month. And he was a gold glove uh, infielder as well. And now he's likely out for... A good chunk, if not the entire season, yeah. following a, a shoulder injury. Plus, he's got a tremendous mullet. Yes, he does. It's not Blackman-esque. No, no. not bad. Charlie. Charlie's like, in the Hall of Fame. Right. Charlie. Charlie's mullet is straight out of, like, that's a deep south mullet. That is. Right. That is. That but is. Rogers is got. in the front, right. party in the back. Right. Rogers has got more of an 80s TV star mullet. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like a Joey like, Lawrence. Yes, yes. Like he could have been on the full house yes. type of mullet. Yeah. There's a different, there's a different. John Stamos. Yes. Just flowing. Like, yeah, I hear you. You can see him feather that bad boy back with one of them wide collar kind of silky shirts on. Tight pair of knit pants. Clackers just shining bright because that thing is, I mean, <laughs> those things are. 
breast together like huge. <laughs> right. Mouse nuts? Yeah, then, no. You're trying to meld those things together because it's all in there. It's just, it's, there's not a lot of room for break. There's not a lot of breathing room in there, Mike. He's a hung, right. young talking, yeah. <laughs> talking about straight up going to the club with a moose knuckle. And you, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Hey. You can see Brendan hey, Rogers. Man. Now, now. Am I all balls and these jeans? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> my all balls the and these jeans is correct. And you going straight up. You, I mean, you are rocking Casey in the Sunshine Band when you get out of that disco oh, club. Oh, my goodness. All right. That's what's going on at denversports.com. Check out the uh, denversports.com front page. All kinds of great content. Rocky's the moose knuckle. <laughs> yeah, well, that... Spend that kind of week. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm signed up for it. That's good. So anything you want to react to, it isn't, is it just me? Friday, hit us up on the uh, Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, oh, is it just me, Evans? You need to move on from this Joker topic. No, he didn't do any damage. I I, I disagree. There's, there's, a, there's a cranky 8 a.m. listener right there. That's just that's just like why does it matter to and this they're, is they're an still, honest, they they're like I can I look at the TV right now there's Kedrick Perkins right there you know he's the Pied Piper of anti Joker propaganda oh he just they just had a trivia question earlier about how uh, Joel Embiid set to become the the first center to average thirty points per game in back to back seasons something like that whoop de doo yeah. I guess this is the question I would ask Nugget fans. How important is it to you to have the Nuggets, Jokic, respected nationally? How much does it matter to you? Maybe it doesn't, right? Maybe it doesn't matter at all. Maybe you are just content. Hey, I know what I've got. I know what we've got. I enjoy it. I root for them. They please me. They're easy to root for, and that's all I care about. As long as the the local guys are are talking up the team the the way that they need to be, I'm good. Does it matter to you that they are respected nationally? Because it matters to me. It does. It does to me too. You know what it's like, Mike? It's like the it's like the argument. Go back to the Orange Crush Denver Broncos. Why are we not represented in the Hall of Fame? Yes, that was going on for a time, wasn't it? Right. Yep. Why are the Broncos not representing the Hall of Fame? And this is the this is the same type national thumb their nose or look down their nose at the Denver Nuggets. Dude, when a week ago before LeBron hurt his foot, they had five different NBA analysts on and all five Pick the Lakers over the Nuggets if that was the matchup you got in round one of the NBA Western Conference playoffs. All five analysts picked the Lakers. They're not even in the playoffs. But if they were in the playoffs, would they win the series against the Nuggets? All five. Mm -hmm. Raise their hands. This is before LeBron got hurt. Before LeBron got hurt. Dude, you, I'm not saying that that makes their their comments more credit 
noteworthy. No, it doesn't, but just to give you a little context. Right, yeah. I mean, but it's absolute, you want to talk about disrespect, the, the, the number one team in the league that's finally healthy and getting production from not only the Joker, but from Murray and from MPJ and from Aaron Gordon. Now, all of a sudden, the number one team in the West, if they face the whole oh, the mighty Lakers in AD, and they're going to lose in a seven-game series with home court advantage? Yeah, would that? Why does it not? Why is there apathy toward? It's like Rocky fans. There's apathy. They, they, yeah, yeah, we're just the Rockies. It's okay. It's fun to go to the stadium. Why is there apathy? Oh, we don't care if we're disrespected as Nugget fans. Yeah, we're having fun. There's not That apathy doesn't exist with Bronco fans. I wish it didn't exist with Nugget fans and with, with Rocky fans. I wish you held them accountable. I wish you, it pissed you off because it does. I, I mean, and I'm not even a huge, like, I'm not a huge fan. Like, I love competition. And I love the fact, I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a buddy with Michael Malone. I like Michael Malone a ton. I, I like watching the Nuggets. I like what they're doing right now. And I want this town to have a winner. And, and I want this winner to be recognized I by, want to by be, people around. But I want it not only to be recognized, sporting world. but I want Nuggets fans to hold it accountable, too. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. But I, yes, but, yeah. it, it, and I think we're, I think we're getting there. Mike, it, it, I think it, the bar is getting ready. Look, we just, we right. just got done talking about how if they don't make it to at least the Western Conference Finals, Michael Malone is probably fired. Right. That's accountability. Right. So I, it, it pisses me off because I go out to New York and I do Fox television and I do that stuff on occasion and, and not that I, not that I do a lot of NBA segments, right? But we sit in here with ESPN on. You know, right now, I've seen them on this program right now, ESPN. They've got Stephen A. and they've got Kendrick Perkins on. Right now, they're talking about the Clippers. I've seen them today talking about the Clippers. I've seen them talk about Golden State. I've seen them talk about, like, oh, I, the Lakers. Yeah. Still talking about the, the Lakers. They're still talking about yep. the Lakers. And, you know, can they? I've seen them talk about at least, I saw them talk about, uh, you know, the Dallas beaten 82 points between Luka and between Irvin and and how they beat the Sixers. And so I've seen them break that down. You know what they haven't talked one iota about right now? The Nuggets team. And when it comes to the Nuggets, you know what they're talking about? Stat padding. And why? They're having an argument of why the Joker doesn't deserve. A well, I'm a little bit disappointed. I would think that that they would they would love to take Malone's cut yesterday. This one, so maybe like they're just tired of this player, non-athletic player from Sombor, Serbia, continuing to kick everybody's ass. Maybe people have a hard time with that. I don't know, but for him to say that, hey, you know what? I'm padding my stats. Yeah, it probably signals that maybe something touched a nerve. Because he knows that he's a basketball purist. He's not doing anything to pump his own numbers up. It's just not in his nature. Mm. And um, it's silly to think otherwise. I'm a, little, I'm a little surprised that ESPN hasn't jumped on that. I would I, I would thought that they'd be like, all right, Perk, hey, Michael Malone fired and, back at you. Listen, Here you I'm go. Not, I'm, not, I'm not listening to this show. I'm just seeing the title bars, the topic bars, obviously. But I have not seen them hold Kedrick Perkins' feet to the fire. And, yeah, you should. How do you respond to this? I'd love to see that. But anyhow, uh, is it just me or can you guys tell me what exactly George Payton does now? 
<laughs> that's that's uh no, it's not just you. And now he's now he's doing what he was. Listen, he probably unfairly was put in a position to do way more than what the job title was. Because last, what do you mean? Well, identify, get a quarterback, and get a coach to. Co- Coach that quarterback? No, to stand, what would you say you do to here? stand in front of the media and to be the guy in charge of, of everything. Like last year, he was the default grand poobah of, of football. His job is to well, study plenty players. Of, plenty of general managers do that, though. That, that's part of the job description. What? To run and be the face of an organization. How many, how many, how many organizations would you say the GM is the face of that organization versus the head coach. Uh, up until this year, probably Howie Roseman, much more influential and important to Philadelphia than Nick Sirianni. Okay, you got one. Okay. I'll give you one. Oh, let me, uh, well, give me some, I'll, I'll go over that during the break. I'll come up with some more. Yeah, but, the, but it's not, what I'm saying is it's not the norm, right? And I'm, 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 just but saying, once you decide to go down that road with that model, then right, that's I'm glad the guy. That, I'm glad that's not the model anymore. Right, like, right. He came in here, and then he had to not only assume that role because remember, you're not only assuming that role; you're really assuming the role of owner. Like you're making a lot of those decisions with, with last year's team, yes. yeah, last year's situation, right. Yeah. So you're making a lot of a lot of decisions that, frankly, are are not what you. It's not really what you signed up for. I mean, you did because there was no ownership in place, but there were a lot of other things. So you get this you get this false sense of, oh, like he's not doing anything now. No, he was doing more than his job last year. So this is a like to me, this is a good thing. Superbook Sports presents the Denver Sports 5K Bracket Challenge. Oh, I love this every single year. Nothing like the Bracket Challenge. The winner of each round receives tickets to every concert at Cheyenne Frontier Days. The grand prize winner takes home $5,000. It's powered by Xfinity 10G, Phil Long Ford, and Twin Peaks. Register now. Get your friends or your office pool signed up, too. You can sign up at denversports.com slash bracket. That was my nickname in high school. Hold on. Let me see if I can figure this. 10G? No. No? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. March Madness? No. No? no. Name in high school. What was your name in high school? Twin Peaks. <laughs> Those things can cut diamonds. <laughs> the, be- the best of the is it just means as we roll on next. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress. Relax in your tub or shower from Bath Fitter. Bath Fitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. You're going to need a bigger boat. It's time for Schlereth and Evans' big story of the day. Why is this that you're so. You're so. Big. Here's Schlereth and Evans with this morning's biggest story in Denver sports. Big, 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 huge. Okay, it is a uh, Is It Just Me Friday. Having some fun here in the uh, final 30 minutes of the uh, week. It's been a fun week. Punchy Mark a couple times this yep. week. Love that. Love that. I'm, uh, yeah, I've been a little, uh, been up late last yes. night. Yes, yes. Yeah, I even stayed up till a little after nine last night. Nine. Whew. 
Wow. Watched uh, the rom-com I recommended yes, to you. Yeah, I, I told my wife, Mike, recommended this rom-com. Your place or mine? Yep. Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Fits in very nicely with the classic rom-com genre. Right, and it was kind of a uh, just it a was very kind of a unique take on. Like, it was a kind of a it was it was fine. Okay, you can watch okay. mm-hmm. only one rom-com for the rest of your life. Ooh. What would it be? Favor, I'll let you jump in on this one as well. One rom-com. Just one. I just don't know how many. Folks, if you get some on the text line, 303-713-1043, go ahead. Just one. So, I mean, you know, is, it, is it the classics? Are you going to go with A Sleepless in Seattle, When Harry Met Sally? Oh. Uh, you, you know, something, something like that. Right. I don't have enough. Serendipity. That's always one of my favorites. Yeah. I don't have enough... Uh would High Fidelity be considered a rom-com with John Cusack and where he's the, the, it's probably not a rom-com, but it's with Jack Black in it. And, oh, okay. And he owns the record store. I thought you were trying to get me in an O'Reilly again there. Really? I thought you were going to be like the John Cusack one where he's the hitman who goes right. back to his high school. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? That's not, not it. That's not a rom-com? No. Well, it could be I a like rom-com. that. I like that one. Gross point. Yeah, gross yeah. point blank. Yeah, I'm just not. I just have it. My wife loves every Jennifer Lopez movie ever made. Uh, far be it from me to criticize Mrs. S, but she sure. loves them all. Uh, she celebrates the entire collection. <laughs> yeah, loves them all. I don't know. Wrong. I'm not a big. Oh, I love. Yeah, what's your favorite rom com? I I'm I'm thinking about it. It's that's tough. Love serendipity. Is something about Mary? Is that a rom com? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's, sure. So now we're getting more into my genre. Yeah, right now it is Waterboy. Yeah. a rom com. Mm-hmm. There were some tears that that right. shed. Well, the, that the, movie he went along. Uh, Vicky Valancourt. He <laughs> <laughs> Vicky Valancourt. <laughs> She had not the devil. <laughs> I saw her uh, <laughs> And I like them too. <laughs> All right, I'll check out some of these, see if one develops okay. as a, uh, a right. theme as the, the top one out there. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, man. Get on the chopper! Get to the chopper. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Is it just me, or I'm trying to buy into Sean Payton, but the Vance Joseph hiring is something I just can't get past? Why? why uh, I, okay, that's a great question. Why can you not get past? Why can you not look beyond the fact that when Vance was here as the head coach, he was over his skis, and he wasn't really truly supported? Why can you not get past that this is a different job? He is not coming here as the head coach. He's coming here as a defensive coordinator, completely different, like a completely different job, and something that he's actually proven to be pretty good at. Like, why, why can you not get over? He doesn't have to make those decisions. It, yeah, but it is still raw. It. We are trying to sell Broncos country on the idea that we are entering a new era. 
for the first time in since Gary Kubiak walked out that door, we finally have an adult coaching. Mm-hmm. It represents a new era, new hope, and yet part of that new hope includes in a pretty significant role a guy who was a huge part of the era that we're trying to forget. Okay, right. But the fact is, it's obviously it's several years removed, but the fact of the matter is, it's a completely different role. Like that, that's, I know that, you know that, but right. it's, it's, he still represents something that's kind of raw and emotional. You're still going to hear from him, too. It's not that he's, it's not like he's invisible. Right. You're still going to hear from him once a week. Yeah. Talking about that Wednesday practice. Right. If they're smart, they I know they normally don't put the coordinators out until like Friday. Mm-hmm. I'd have them on Wednesday. Right after practice. Ross, you're going to go later in the week. What? Well, why? But Friday so we can talk about that Wednesday practice. No, well, Friday is, is the best day because it just becomes a sound dump. Right. It's well, typically, yeah. Friday, then, then you can. So you. So what you're saying? Bury, you bury him. Right. Friday in the Friday late afternoon news dump. Yeah. Friday, you know, advance talks at three p.m. Friday, because that's five p.m. on the East Coast, and nobody picks it up. I mean, oh, the coordinators. Excuse me, the coordinators talk on Thursday. 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 Do you move him to Friday? Yeah. Look, every. Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, selected players, selected coaches, all Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Fans on Friday at six. Yes! <laughs> it's dark out. <laughs> Just Andrew. having the time of his life. is the only guy there. <laughs> yeah. I'm excuse me. Point of order. <laughs> hey, so careful now. You got in trouble with uh, Zach when you imitated Zach. Are you imitating Andrew, Andrew Mason now? <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, but I don't really know what Andrew sounds like. Well, you just kind of gave a little glimpse of what you thought uh, it sounded he's, like. He's just because he's a wee guy, yeah. you know. He's no, it's, it, that's probably not what he sounds like. The Zach one is dead on. Dead on. Dead on. Dead on. Zach. Identical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Kind of like my Neil Diamond impression. We haven't heard that yet. You teased that way back at like 6.05. I think my favorite song is... Uh, do you need do you need some music? Yeah, to Brother, get Loves, the, Sa- Brother Loves I, Traveling Salvation Show. Okay. Fever, look that up. Yeah. All right. Just, just maybe... Love, Brother Love. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. We need to do Traveling this. Traveling Salvation Show. We need to do this right. Okay. Pack just, of the Babies. Call the old ladies, cause everyone knows. Everyone knows. A brother loves show. Hallelujah. <laughs> and when your brother's in trouble, you reach down. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? We gotta put out. Yeah. In time for Christmas, the best of Stink. <laughs> stink sings the classics. Yeah. You know, have you on, in, in, on the cover, you know, with a nice little Christmas sweater on. Sure. Tree lit in the background. Maybe a mug soft of, snow uh, falling in the background. Yeah, out the a window. mug of cocoa. Yeah. Right. Stink sings the classics. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Show. Oh, yeah. 
know. My brother loves show. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. We have arrived, that. folks. It always it? happens hey, at some point. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, the room gets suddenly still. Mm, hear yourself sweat. He walks in. Yeah, come on, Neil. Yeah. Woo! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> black is cold. I don't know the worst, but it don't matter. <laughs> you are so... Dead slow. Uh, wait. Like a soft earthquake. And when he lets go, half the valley shakes in his blood of death. <laughs> Seven years ago, when, hey, when Mrs. S is out, when Mrs. S is out of town, yeah. I am grilling meat and singing Neil Diamond at the top <laughs> of my lungs in the kitchen. <laughs> Brother Love Show. Hallelujah. Oh, you're Brothers. Hallelujah. <laughs> One thing I love about you when you try yeah. to sing along, most of the time you nail the words, but you're so good when you don't know the words to just kind of go, nah, 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 but still nail right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the song. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I'm all over. You're all over. The great team. Great team. All right. I have lost control of this show. It usually happens at some point on a Friday. This is that moment. So I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to tell you uh, I do have a, a, re- a rebuttal to those who are just struggling with uh, Vance Joseph's uh, presence here. So we'll get to that. Plus some more as it just means as we take you on up until the Players Club. <laughs> and, uh, I apologize, folks, for that. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that's... Don't that's apologize. about 90 Don't seconds. apologize for greatness. That's about 90 seconds of your life. You're just never going to get back. Okay. Is it just me? Friday rolls on next. It's Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. Oh, yeah. Now you're in my wheel. Baby, love me. Hey, yeah, yes, you do. Favor, what are you doing to me? Oh, this does not help. Yeah, yeah. Says she loves me. Yeah, yeah, she does. And I'm lying in here. She got the way to move me, Jerry. She got the way to move me. Dude, how can you not like Neil Diamond? I do like Neil Diamond. No, no, I'm just saying if you're driving around right now and you don't like Neil Diamond, then we can't be friends. You can't be friends, no. We uh, threw out the question, by the way, of the uh, greatest rom-com ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lot, lot of great nominations. Like a bunch of movies. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. But if there's one that's actually shown up more than most, most, it would be Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Ooh. That's right. Jason Siegel. Is it Mila, uh, Mila Kunis or something? Was she in that? Was she the... God, I haven't seen that one in a while. I think so. I know the... the, the <laughs> Yes. And then the girl... Duncan, wedding Crashers. A lot of Wedding Crashers. What's the girl lady... Oh, Wedding Crashers. Is that a rom-com? That is, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, wedding, yeah. wedding Crashers would be... That's classic. Somebody did remind me, and you're right. How did I forget this? Evans, there's only one that can be your favorite. And that is When Harry Met Sally. And that's true because I yeah, that's submitted made your the greatest yeah. 60 seconds of radio ever in the history of the fan. 
when Joel Clad and I acting did the diner scene yes. with Billy Crystal yeah, and yeah, Meg yeah, Ryan, yeah. and yeah. I played Meg Ryan. Abley finished off by DeHuff at the end going, I'll have what she yeah, has. Yeah. <laughs> I nailed that. You did. In fact, you did. my version was better than Meg Ryan's version. Many, many I will, people have said that. I will many take that. have said that. My they version have, was it's got. we got to have it somewhere. I don't know where that is. They should have casted you. Yeah. <laughs> they should have cast. That was so fun. I, I got in the zone for that one. You, you've been there as oh, an actor. Yeah. Oh, you know. You actor. know when you're in the zone. Locked in. <laughs> laser focus. Laser focus. Very much like uh, Gannon. <laughs> like 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 Jonathan Gannon. How do you say boo boo? No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Worst lasers ever. Can worst imagine, lasers. Those lasers imagine? would not scare anybody. That whatever whatever alien nation has those lasers, it is no longer in existence because they just got their ass. Can you imagine like, if Captain Kirk and the Star Trek Enterprise came across some, you know. Deep in the recesses yeah. of space, and their weapons sounded like. like <laughs> they'd just be like, really? Hey, leave your weapons on board, boys. We're just going to beat their ass. <laughs> like, they're shooting those fake old lasers right, at you. Right. Captain Kirk just comes up there and thunder punches somebody in the teeth, <laughs> knocks them out, just takes over their region, takes over their planet. Captain Kirk would just be like, Scott, you don't even bother putting in the. Yeah. the uh, what do they call them? Uh, force fields. Yeah, don't even put, don't even bother. No, listen to those things. Think they're gonna hurt us? Listen to those right. things. This you just transport down to that. You you transport down to that planet, and you just mark your territory, Captain. Just, must I put up the shields? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, we're just gonna to piss on a couple of trees and get out of here. <laughs> Let him know who's boss. Just taking a leak on your tree. Oh, right. All right, one more here. Okay. Is Go. it just me, or why can't I get over the feeling that Vance Joseph will be Sean Payton and Russell Wilson's scapegoat for the Broncos' failure this season? That's Chad and Parker. I, yeah, people, people are really skeptical, aren't they? Like, you guys have been, I get it, you've been just beat down. Just absolutely... Absolutely, just browbeat to the point where you just you've lost your faith. Yeah, but you've lost your faith. Well, wait a minute, though. See this after where where, where was this widespread skepticism, if not flat out distrust? I, I even when Vic Fangio was hired. No, it wasn't like this. That, that's what when I'm saying. Hack, it was higher. Right. It wasn't like this. Now, I get it. The Russell Wilson hype uh, sort of trumpeted all that. But mm. still, you, you, for the first time since Gary Kubiak left the building, you have a proven coach. You have a coach who has a model, a formula of what works based right. on actual it works. Not, this is my plan. I've never been a head coach before. This is what right. other people have done. I'm going to try to do this way, whatever. This guy has a model, a formula that has worked. He gets to hit the ground running, implementing a formula. He'll be able to coach right from the beginning. He'll be able to teach right from the beginning. He'll be able to establish a culture right from the beginning. And yet there's all kinds of, well, flat out negativity right. surrounding this that I just don't get. Here's what you have to know. 
when you've done it before, you know what? You know what works. You know what doesn't work. Sean Payton's having a staff dinner tonight. It's going to be great. They'll get to know each other a little bit better. Everybody will be having a good time, that type of thing. But there will be one dude in charge. You know, the other night when I was speaking um, at Shanahan's, Mike told the story of Michael Dean Perry. Now, remember, Michael Dean Perry was an all-pro. Michael Dean Perry was a great player. And, you know, Michael Dean Perry in 1997, remember, he walked off the field and and Mike took responsibility. Like, he, I walked off, he walked off the field in 1996, extended a drive. We lost to Jacksonville. Like a lot of people blame Michael Dean Perry. That wasn't Michael Dean Perry's fault. Mike said, that's my fault because I never emphasized running off the field. I, I take responsibility for that. But Michael Dean Perry wasn't playing well. And he was a team captain. He wasn't playing well. He wasn't giving effort, the, the effort required in practice. And Mike called him to the office and said, dude, you're not playing well enough. You're not practicing hard enough. And if you don't pick it up, I'm going to be forced to let you go. So he, then he gave him another week or two, and and uh, and he went to he went to Pat Bowen. Go, hey man, I know you paid a lot of money for him, and I know he's a, a all pro, and I know he was a Pro Bowler last year, but I'm cutting him. He's not he's not performing, and now he's a team captain, and we cut him. Mike cut him. Called him to the office, and he, Michael Dean Perry was just blown away. That he got, he got cut. He goes, dude, look, here's your practice. Then he came down. I remember this. He came down and put on his practice reps he on so, film in front of the team. Was he just stunned? Like in shock? Or was he? Yeah, Michael Dean was in shock. Like, I'll, it's okay, man. I'm, you know, I'll be fine. I'll play, right. you know, in the game. I'm just not. <clears throat> no, that's not the standard that we have here. We have a standard. If you don't practice, you don't play for me. Then, you know, Mike said, I was a little nervous because he was one of our voted team captains. I just put the film on in front of the whole team. So let me tell you why I did what I did. Boom, 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 boom. One play after play after play after play of zero effort. It's not our standard. I don't care who you are. You can be a multiple-time all-pro, pro-bowl player. Guess what? You don't. You don't perform and you put yourself ahead of the team, you don't get to play for me. That's, that, what, that's what you're getting with Sean Payton. That's what I talk about, the two types of fear. Yeah. There's that awesome reverence, that biblical fear, the fear of the Lord, that awesome reverence, that's like that respect. And then there's fear. I'm in charge. You got a head coach for the first time since Gary Kubiak that's in charge. And you're still like you're you still got your tail tucked between your legs and you're piddling on the floor right now. That Broncos fans quit piddling on the floor. Quit it. Stick your tail out. Puff your chest up a little bit. Drop those clackers. Drop your clackers. Let those things swing. Put them in the air a little bit. Whew. Listen, I'm calling on all of you Bronco fans. Mm-hmm. The guys. Yeah. Send Mike a picture of your club. No. <laughs> no. Here's, here's my phone number. Uh, what? <laughs> Can you imagine? You're just sitting at home and your wife is... All of a sudden, you're blah, 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 your phone is on the counter, and it's just a set of clackers, and your wife is just like, what is... <laughs> 
He's a hung, young. Yeah. I'd be like, honey, 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 don't worry about it. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a radio it's gag, gag, you know, radio hijinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay. okay, Superbook Sports. Sports, 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 sports. Superbook Sports presenting the uh, Denver Sports 5K Bracket Challenge. The winner of each round receives tickets to every concert at Cheyenne Frontier Days. The grand prize winner takes home $5,000. It's all powered by the Transportation Security Administration and the Urology Center of Colorado. Register now. Get your friends or your office pool signed up, too. You can sign up at denversports.com slash bracket. Everybody have a great weekend. You go grill and listen to Neil Diamond. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, Broncos country. Let the... Yeah. Uh, let, let's let the, the theme of the weekend be... Let your clackers flow. Great let advice. your clackers flow like a mountain stream and let your clackers flow. All living and let your clackers flow. <laughs> and you know what I mean. It's the reason... Favorite, tell me you got to work on that one. You got to work on that one. You'll debut that on Monday. Players Club next. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits.